In Hilchus Mila Perik Beis, the Ramam discusses the process of what the bris looks like. The Ramam begins by saying that everyone is kosher to give a bris, and if there's no man available, adult male available, a servant is allowed to, someone who doesn't have a bris is allowed to, a woman could, and a minor. But a guy is not allowed to do a bris at all. But if you did do the bris, we don't have to go back and do it again. Furthermore, one is allowed to do the bris with any instrument that works, but one should not use the sharp side of a reed because of the sakana it can introduce, because it may puncture the veins. The choicest way to do the mitzvah is with steel. In our minute, the Ramam says is to use a knife. The Ramam continues and says that the actual bris is that they cut the skin that surrounds the crown, the atara, until you can see the entire atara. Afterwards, they do something called priya, and that is where they tear away the small membrane, the thin membrane that's around the skin. And it's done with a fingernail. After that, there's a process called matzitza, where they suck out the blood in order that the blood should not go back in and create a sakana for the child. And whoever does not do matzitza, we disallow him to be a male. And after matzitza, they put on it a compress or a bandage. The Ramam continues and says that certain small pieces of skin that are left over could be present a problem and certain ones not. If it surrounds the majority of the height around the Atara, then it's a problem. If it doesn't, it's okay. The Ramam continues and says that during the course of the bris, that the male is allowed to go and continue cutting the small piece of skin that may be non-problematic as well. But once he stops, finishes the bris, he only goes back to take off pieces that would render the bris not good. Additionally, if someone did the cutting of the skin but didn't do the priya, didn't do the taking away of the thin membrane, also it's considered like there's no bris. The Ramam continues and says that in circumstances where the skin looks like that there was no bris done, either to the way the organ hangs or because of the because the baby is extra fat, then the way to determine is to see when there's erection. If the, during an erection looks like there's a bris, then it's, co- then it's kosher and does not have to go back and have another bris. Otherwise, another bris has to be performed. But minatayra, a second bris is never required. This is only from the Chachamim. The Ramam continues and discusses the halachas of Shabbos in regarding to a bris. And the Ramam says that one is allowed to do all the needs of a bris on Shabbos. You're allowed to do the cutting of the skin and the priya and the metzitza and, and to go and cut all the different extra pieces of skin and the placing of the bandage, etc. But one is not allowed to create the tools necessary for the bris, which means that we don't make a knife on Shabbos. We don't make bring it from place to place, even in a mavi that doesn't have a eruv. We also don't bring it from one chatzah to another chatzah. And the Ramam explains that because we could do these things from Erev Shabbos, they do not push away the mitzvah from the Chachamim of Erev on Shabbos. The Ramam continues and says, additionally, we don't crush the herbs for it, and we don't heat up hot water, and we don't create the bandage. Anything that could be done from Erev Shabbos is not done on Shabbos, and if it wasn't prepared, then we push off the bris to the ninth day. The Ramam continues and says that if a bris was performed on Shabbos and afterwards one of the tools necessary got ruined or one of the ingredients got ruined, then we could do it on Shabbos. For example, if the hot water spilled or the crushed herbs fell and got dispersed and can't put it together. In these cases, we're allowed to do whatever we need to to heal the child on Shabbos because it's considered sakhas nefashis. And so therefore, we're allowed to rinse the child and wash it or put a bandage on it or create whatever necessary medicines or medical procedures to help the child heal. Additionally, we can heat up water for the child on Shabbos. The Ramam continues and says that even though we're not allowed to bring a knife from one chatzah to another on Shabbos, in other words, like we're not allowed to carry the knife on Shabbos to bring it for the bris, but we're still allowed to tell a guy to bring a tas on Shabbos as long as he doesn't bring it through a rishus or rabim. And the reason is, is because the klal is that anything that you're not allowed to do on Shabbos because of Ishvos, because of Chachamim, it's mutter for us to tell a guy to do it if it's for a mitzvah, such as a bris. But if something is also because it's a malacha, then we're not allowed to tell a guy to do it on Shabbos. The Ramam concludes and says that the tools for a bris, even in the right time, do not push away yantif either, since we could do it from Arab yantif. But the crushing of herbs, one is allowed to do it on yantif because cooking is allowed on yantif. It's something that could be used for food.